0: I'm Selena Sage, and Live Free is for our collective liberation. Namaste and welcome. So, sometimes here on the island, I lose track of days. <laughs> and because I record the podcast so early in the morning sometimes, I hadn't realized that yesterday was Mother's Day. So I'd like to share a story related to motherhood on a slight delay. There's a beautiful story about St. Kabir. It's a story of influence, that's how I think of it. Once a lady with her young child came to St. Kabir and complained that her son had the habit of eating a lot of jaggery every day. And jaggery is like a sugar cane block. St. Kabir told her to come back after a week. Upon the lady's return after a week, St. Kabir told the boy to give up the habit of eating jaggery. The lady was surprised to hear this and asked St. Kabir, you could have said this when we had come earlier. St. Kabir clarified to the lady, how could I advise your son not to eat jaggery when I used to eat it myself at that time. Therefore, these last seven days, I practiced to stay without eating jaggery, so I could advise your son to do the same. (laughs) It's a very simple story, but there's a lot of depth here. And when I read this story, I was reminded, growing up, my mother, my wonderful mother, (laughs) used to keep a book in the kitchen called... Children Learn What They Live. And I would always see this book. I never read it, just saw the cover. And that stayed with me all these years later. And when I think about that book, and what I imagine it includes is is that children learn by example. And it's not only children. In all of our relationships, there is an element of people watching what we do and not so much listening to what we say. And in the example of my wonderful mother, especially on the occasion of Mother's Day, I just like to say of all her wonderful characteristics, one of the things I also remember about childhood is that my mother was never on a diet, never emphasized appearance or complained about her weight or anything like that which I came later to learn is very, very rare in American society. But what that modeled to me as as her daughter is just that appearance is not that big of a deal. And it was always about, you know, staying healthy, staying active, performance in school, how we were giving back to our community. And my mother modeled all of those things really beautifully. And so when I think about that, um and how it has molded me as a person i realize i carried many of those things into my life now my focus is not so much on the um the changing things you know those things change everything fluctuates and if we get caught up in the fluctuations then our emotions go that way too so there's a subtle influence that She provided, probably unknowingly, but very lovingly. And there's so many things like that in our other relationships, not just between parent and child, but that we're modeling in everything that we do in life. And the story reminds me that before we give advice to others, we should be embodying that practice, that habit. and there's an authenticity that is felt when that's the case people know when your advice is is guided by your actions and not just what you say you should do and i think in a previous podcast episode i discussed this on you know um how to find a great teacher i don't remember what the episode was called But it's, you know, how can one free you if they're not free themselves? This behavior that is modeled, that we model, is the true lesson. How we move through life, how we live life, is our greatest work, our greatest source of influence when we treat situations calmly that becomes a source of inspiration for others just naturally when we're not getting you know overheated at every small thing or every little in- insult or inconvenience All of these are opportunities to model our practice. I always say that your religion is not shown in what you call yourself, but what you do. How do you walk through life? Another wonderful thing about my dear mother is her joy. Always this infectious joy. And she was a cheerleader in high school, which is perfect. She just always still to this day very blessed that she's my greatest cheerleader always joyful joyful spirit almost like this childlike enthusiasm which is a beautiful beautiful way to approach life to find the joy to find the happiness to live in that light and I'm sure my mother exhibited this joy. Maybe she didn't always feel that everything was going perfectly. But she was able to trans you know, kind of like transform and be in this space of just this this joy, this bubble of excitement. I always loved surprising my mother. So on my road trip I did it twice <laughs> and um, was able to get a video from my my sister Iris, who was in on one of the surprises. Which was beautiful. And just seeing my mother's joy, not knowing that I was coming from Africa to see her for Mother's Day last year, was the best gift for me. It was wonderful because of that joy, that excitement. And I think one of the reasons why I've always loved those unexpected surprises is because it completely transforms everything. You're in this bubble of bliss all of the thoughts just fade away and you're just immersed in this joy, this surprise, something you didn't expect. And this is something that we can incorporate in our daily lives. When we find the joy in whatever we're experiencing in our moment-to-moment experience, we live as that joy. But if we find problems, we live in the energy of those problems. And that can be very harmful for the body. Because we're feeling that discord. We live in the joy. That is what we experience. And sometimes, what I've learned is that it's related to our choices, that experience. And so just because someone knocks does not mean you have to answer. (laughs) There are choices that we make about the energy that we surround ourselves with. And the longer I live, the more I understand why most monks live in the mountains. (laughs) It's a far easier experience. I know that being around, you know, others in, in like industrialized, nations there's a lot of stress there's a lot of worry and when I'm here on the island there's just mountains and ocean and and just like this primitive way of living life it's like going back a hundred years and it's wonderful because all of those stresses and worries don't really hit the same way here people have them but they're different So if we're finding that we're not able to maintain that calmness in our own lives, that might signal the need to make a change. But the most enlightened among us are able to maintain that equilibrium no matter what is happening. This is the great example that the sages give us. And that is the the lesson that I think is really in the story of St. Kabir, who's just a wonderful poet from India who's actually a weaver. He's most known for the poetry, but his day-to-day life was, was spent weaving. But this example that he could not dispense advice to this young child authentically if he was practicing something that he didn't want the child to do. And I imagine it's the same with parenting. If there's something we don't want our children to do, if we're modeling that behavior, the ch- the child is going to look at the behavior <laughs> and in this way i think children are the most direct and difficult mirrors the source of great learnings and i remember shimuji saying something that it's always seen that the mother births the child but it's not always seen that the child births the mother so, a mother is created in that equation as well. And that role creates a different set of opportunities and, and mirrors opportunities for growth, for releasing, for loving. <laughs> I'll close with a repetition of wisdom from my beloved earthly grandmother. Do what you can and pray over the rest. (laughs) We can always do what we can, but then we must release everything else. Our opportunity is just to model, to live a wonderful life. What others do with that, we cannot control. But that is our opportunity. That is our our brand, our signature, our way of being communicates that. And that is our way of really living free. When we model those ideals of those that we admire most, So I hope that you might be able to sit with the story, and contemplate areas in your life where there might be some opportunities or moments for celebration, ways that you are living this great wisdom, which is wonderful. It's a way to be free. And of course, that is what I always wish for you. And I thank you so much for being here. Much love to all mothers, creators, beautiful spirits who love us, lift us, and help us to be free. <laughs> Namaste.